Hey, what's up, listener? Thanks for pressing play on this episode of the Jock and Nerd Podcast. It's our fourth annual San Diego Comic-Con News Roundup. Geek Boner. You'll get our thoughts on all the trailers, all the news and announcements revealed this year, all in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Sunday, July 22nd, 2018. Can you tell I'm excited? I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy fans out there. Let's give it up. Jockin', be nerdin'. Be funny, disturbing. Jockin', be nerdin'. Spoiler alert. Hey, 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 what's up, listener? Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we deliver to you every week comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jocko. <laughs> He's the Nerdo. I'm El Nerdo, and he is El Rugboyo. What's up, Rugs? El Rugboyo. El Slackholio. El Slackholio. How's the Slackhole uh, treating you, uh, Felty? Today? Yeah. Oh, man. We should never do a show on a Sunday because I get fucked up on Saturday, and it's hard for me to rally and wake up and uh, be uh, all uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. We got a hungover rug boy and slightly Ugh. hungover uh, Anthony also. Yeah, a little bit. Ooh, I'm the only one that's not hungover. Anthony's still young. I get <laughs> yes. banged up pretty bad, like, you know... I think I drank like six drinks, and that's, and that's enough that, to fuck oh, me up. That's enough. Oh, shit. That, that does it now. I yeah. know. Yeah, my tolerance is at like four. Anthony, like what, had, where's your tolerance these days? Who? Me? Anthony. Mine? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not great. It's be- It's probably better than yours. But <laughs> it's. I mean, I am starting to get, though, the, the hangovers that last more than a day. And oh, boy. Sucks. You're getting old, Anthony. I noticed that like eight drinks was like, okay. This is going to probably hurt tomorrow if I do eight or more. Yeah. Now it's yeah. gone down to six or more where I start to feel, especially if I drink close to when I go to sleep. Oh, boy. Mm. Yeah. You, then, wake, you wake up still drunk then yeah, also. Yeah, it's terrible. Well, the reason, listener, uh, we are, it's Sunday morning and everyone's hungover is we got a special bonus midweek show for you right here uh, because it's San Diego Comic-Con after weekend. Christmas in July for geeks, Geek as always. <laughs> so if you are a new listener, you got to visit the website, jockandnerd.com slash 231 for links to everything we're going to talk about. And there's going to be lots of trailers and things we're going to talk about in this news roundup, but also links on how to subscribe so you can get the show. Never miss the show. If you have an iPhone, you got Apple Podcasts right there. If you got an Android phone, use Google Podcasts. It's a new app built into your Android. Very easy to subscribe. All the show notes at our website. And look, let's stop fucking around. We got a lot to talk about. Let's get into it. The Jock and Ned Podcast. We're going to start with the trailers, of course. Those are always the most exciting things, and I have this in order of excitement. So, you guys, last episode, the trailer you were most excited about, we are starting with that. I'm talking about Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Geek Boner. First official trailer, and I will let the Godzilla fans go first. Anthony Ruggs, what would you think of this? Who wants to kick it off? Go ahead, Anthony. Oh, man. 
And I wish I, I wish this wasn't being recorded in the morning and I could um, get, r- get rally some enthusiasm. Yeah. yeah, me too. Get but, uh, excited. All right, Godzilla <laughs> King of the Monsters. When this came out yesterday, I didn't I didn't actually start crying, but my eyes were sweating a little bit. Tearing up. I mean, this, this trailer, this was the highlight of my day, seeing this trailer. How many it's, times did you watch it? Oh, so many times. Like, probably at least 20 times. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm about 20. Yeah. I mean, the way the 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 monsters, the kaiju, Rodan, Mothra, King Ghidorah, Godzilla are treated in this trailer, the way, the way it's the, the cinematography, I, I think the music, I mean, everything. It, it just uh, To see these characters treated seriously with mm-hmm. reverence on, mm-hmm. on an American-made film uh, is just, that. that's... As a Godzilla fan growing up, that's everything I ever wanted, and more. It, yeah, it even gave me goosebumps looking at uh, the beautiful. I way don't understand the plot, sh- but they I don't shot care. this. <laughs> well, they ha- they chose this music, Claire de Lune, which is like you know a. It's a uh, classic, a classical, sh- you know, famous classical piece. Yeah, you know, it's been done by so many uh, musicians and in di- different interpretations with an orchestra, with piano. So, so this this song, the way that they. Especially the version of the song that they they chose, because there's different arrangements, but it's operatic, and it really fills you with a sense of wonder. Yeah. And one of the things that uh, I mean, this song does a lot of the heavy lifting of yeah. of, of this of like, this trailer. It, yeah, this it's a great, song the choice great. really haunt, haunted me the all like all day. Yeah. After I saw it, and um, it when I watched the trailer, I was like thinking, you know what? I have always seen these movies as like these like B movies, you know, and Blotty's going to like lance me for this. <laughs> I've always seen these movies as like never getting their due mm-hmm. and like never being realized to a potential where finally everyone can see what I see in these characters, like the beauty and the majesty of these creations. These people created these ideas and, and they somehow found a way to make it intriguing and Give it now. Give it a sense of wonder. Now, this is a trailer. Is it going to happen in the movie? I don't know. But we this trailer, know. just the yes. way I re- reacted to this trailer, there was that sense of wonder. There was that sense of potential realized. There was a sense of, um, yeah, my eyes started tearing up a little bit after I saw it, like the fourth time because I was like, wow, it just it keeps affecting me every time I see it. Damn, this is like, it must be like when, uh, cause they finally, somebody's taking it seriously. It's kind of like what I felt when I watched Batman Begins. I was like, holy shit. Well, you know what? Somebody's the taking this seriously. The difference between the, the other trailer for the previous one of G14, Godzilla yeah. 14. Yeah. Um, it was, a uh, wrapped in, in mystery. They didn't tell you anything. They just kind of wanted to tease you that some bad shit was going to go down. Right. So. It did fill you with a sense of dread. And you're like, oh, shit, something's going to happen. But this kind of like, it gives you this sweeping idea that there's titans that have uh, been dormant. And now it's the time for their time to to rise again. So I do love in know? the voiceover where she's like, humans are the Earth's infection and the titans are the cure. And they're the rightful rulers of the planet. So Mutos are now titans in this universe. Uh, yeah, I, I guarantee you they're going to rebrand those guys because whoever thought of Mudo was that that doesn't sound good. It doesn't roll yeah, off the tongue. Yeah, no, it is. It, it doesn't. doesn't. I want uh, nobody wants to be a Mudo. <laughs> you know, Mudo. Mudo. Uh, but dude, I love the music. It looks fucking beautiful. This one's written and directed by Michael Doherty, 
who's done Krampus, not hasn't done directed a no, lot of nothing movies. this big. No. No. But he wrote on X-Men 2 and X-Men Apocalypse and Superman Returns. Yeah. And he's a god clearly a Godzilla fan and he's good with monsters if you've seen Krampus. Yeah. Uh, the cast is also pretty great. You got Eleven from Stranger Things. You got Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones. <laughs> uh, Charles Dance and also Bradley Whitford, Kyle Chandler, Sally, Sally Hawkins, Vera Farmiga. And Ice Cube's son is in this. O'Shea, O'Shea. Jackson Jr. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, watch any of the uh, like interviews that they did with the cast or anything? No, from the IMDb boat or whatever. What, yeah. did, what did you watch so, those? What yeah, did you get? So basically, here's a couple of nuggets that okay. I... Now, Michael Doherty said that there's going to be more than four monsters in this movie. Yeah, I've heard that. So they might, Whoa. like, maybe they flash back to the, the Mutos. Okay. When they're renaming them, maybe you don't know what, you know, what might be uncovered Easter egg-wise or whatever, that there's more than... The monsters that are going to be battling in this movie. Also about Godzilla screen time, that um he's gonna have double the screen time that as last time. Nice. So sixteen minutes as opposed to yeah. eight minutes. Well, okay. that's, well, that's, that's a lot a, better. That's a, start. That's yeah. a huge improvement. Yeah. I would say probably hopefully more than twenty minutes, but yeah, that's good. Twenty minutes out of a two hour movie. That's not be bad. Fine. Yeah. And uh another thing is that there is some kind of a I don't want to know if I should spoil this. Uh, but spoiler alert. I don't know. They've it. alluded to that there is some kind of communication between Godzilla and the humans. So mm. what who do you think what are the sides here? The 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 oh, the voiceover makes it seems like the the monsters need to get rid of the humans to save the planet. But yeah, it, that that's the only strange I mean I don't, I'm not yeah. I'm not uh what do you hope on it, is? it? Yeah. But it was it's the plot that was portrayed in the trailer is like we have to unearth all the titans to save the world but right. the humans are the bad people yeah what does that mean I don't what know are they what gonna means. do yeah uh, yeah it's very contradictory yeah, yeah. but that, i mean I, to the the end there as portrayed in the trailer with godzilla and the planes coming behind him yeah helping they, him it looks yeah. like it looks like is I was like whoa that's that's fucking awesome i don't think i've ever seen the plane like so maybe Godzilla turns Godzilla. and, uh, you know, takes the side He's the of hero the human. Dude, that, look, so the shot of the Mothra's wings unfolding, the shadow the of Rodan. cinematography is amazing. Holy shit, the, the Ghidorah and the three heads in the smoke. Wow, wow, does that look fucking Rodan's epic. coming out of a volcano yeah. like at one point, which would be a nice nod because the original Rodan, he dies in a volcano. Oh, I like how they've come from the earth and they've been here and they've been hidden, uh, tying in the monarch thing and those drawings and shit uh, from the previous movies. So May 2019. Uh, that that you guys- music, I got to say, the, that music definitely affected me. The way they, they treat the monster. I've, I'm just so happy to see the, the kaiju treated with reverence like that. Yeah. yeah. Like Rugboy said, the, I always thought these things were always going to be. Like when I first saw 98 Godzilla, that is the feeling I had seeing the trailers. Like, oh my God, America's treating this seriously. Finally, and yeah. then and then it was ninety eight Godzilla. They didn't, no. and then, but then but then you had twenty fourteen, and that first, even though the first three quarters of it aren't really that great, um, that final act with Godzilla, I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing! Like they, they're finally <laughs> yeah. treating this monster, yeah. Like what are we, they're showing everybody what I've thought the whole time, what it should look like in yeah, your head. And wow. now we're getting this movie, which for me 
is the real main event, not Godzilla versus King Kong. It's the seeing these creatures because we've seen American. I mean, King Kong is an American creation. We've seen right, that interpretation. Right, right, we've right. never seen American interpretation of, of Mothra, of King Ghidorah, really? of Rodan. Wow, yeah. that's so huge. To see these now with yeah. the potential that it, it, they're displaying is just amazing. I mean, it looks like fucking Book of Revelations with kaiju. It does. Yeah. It's very, very biblical. <laughs> I mean, I think- there's some like destruction that looks just uh, cataclysmic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, and, one sh- um, there's one shot where they're walking up the steps and there's like fire everywhere. It's like, you're walking into the gates there's of hell. A, yeah, there's lava <laughs> shooting. Yeah. And I love that line. Tywin goes, all hail the king. That's <laughs> fucking they, um, badass. They gave him like legit spines this time or plates, dorsal plates this yeah. time that were more reminiscent of uh, his old school looks which are more like uh, organic Instead of so like uh, sharp stone, what's what it looked like before, like jagged stone. Mm-hmm. His in that one shot where he's shooting up in the air, his like he looks like a like a, a triangle, but, but his body is real thick, but it's tapered down and it gets bigger, and his, the blue scales are glowing. I'll tell you, this already looks better than Gareth Edwards' fucking movie. I'll tell you that much I mean, right it, now. It should be because yeah. the Gareth Edwards movie was an origin kind of feel, right? And this is. I also like the. I mean, like the Godzilla the that 2014 version had a lot of red. Yes, and, the, and this, this is one's now blue. blue, so it's yeah. this calming, yeah, um, presence. Now he's not this. He, like the red was used to make him seem like the menace, right? Yeah. And now we're using him as the hero. So it's he's getting all the blue. blue palette. Also, the guy doing the movie, I think his name is Bear McCreary. He did uh, Colossal and Battlestar Galactica. Doing the movie. What do you mean? Doing uh, scoring the, the score, music, yeah. scoring the movie. He's very talented. He's very good. Battlestar Galactica had great score. He's going to use a Kafube. Uh, Hughes. Oh, so he's getting the original from the original? Yeah, I saw that too. I read that they were going to use some of the themes from the uh, original. I probably said his name wrong. but we'll give Right on. So also, what else <laughs> comes out? When does Avengers 4 come out? Does that also come out in May? Yeah. Mm, I don't know what day in May this is coming out, but this is going to be interesting. Yeah, they, uh, need to, they need to push this back. <laughs> or something. Or Avengers I mean, I mean, I'm to rooting push so hard for this yeah. movie. Yeah, I would love this film for this film to be a uh, box office. Right. Hit. Yeah. Let's see. It's, let's. It, it, there's no way it's gonna go get anywhere near Black Panther or no, no. Infinity War. But it should at least do better than Ant Man. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh, well, let's see what the original, the 2014. I did. think it did like 600 or 400. 200 domestically and yeah. five, almost 600. 529. That, that's the total. Worldwide. Yeah. Mm. 200 domestically bad. is not that's bad. not bad at all. Uh, this movie probably cost a little bit more I think than this that movie. Movie's gonna cost more, but it, it looks fucking epic. Any thoughts on uh, wait. any thoughts on the kaiju rugs? What any do you mean? Of, like of the, what we've their seen, look, their design well, they, look. You know they've they've given us little peeks. There's been some uh, screenshots that uh, uh, of Rodan in particular that kind of cements that that design that was going around where he's kind of got feathers is legit. Did you see that sculpture I, that was yeah, going I did. around? Yeah, where he's got like he's not doesn't have bat wings, but he's got these feathers. Um, it doesn't bother me at all. I think it looks pretty good. And he's red. He's like a bright red, which is awesome. Like he had the balls to do that and not mute it down. Mm-hmm. Um, I really they're keeping um Monster X, you know, close to the vest. They're like only giving you very short glimpses. But from what I see from Godzilla, they they've definitely given the spines. Mothra looks like it. You see the larva when she's touching it. 
with her hand. Yep. Oh, that's what oh, that it's is. a little bit different. Uh, yeah, you can see it's a little different, but it still it looks like a more realistic take. Right. Yeah, right? it looks yeah. like an actual giant fucking moth insect. Yeah. It should be in, like Mothra in in the Toho version has this impossibly large head that moths don't have. Right. Um, and it you know these really small, short, stubby legs, which moths have very long legs. Mm. So uh, I think it's going to be different. It's going to be longer legs, smaller head, bigger wings, and uh, I like the direction it's in. Good. So I, I have like no, I have no complaints. Uh, I just was wondering why there was such an overuse of that blue everywhere, but uh, I guess because especially on the shot of um, of Monster X or King Ghidra or whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that, that puts them all in the same kind of category. They're all surrounded by, I would like to have like, uh, and then they, they shoot to Rodan and Rodan's always covered in orange and flames and stuff. Yeah. So it makes him look like he's the bad guy of the movie. Yeah, it's true. Mm, that's interesting. The, you do see some of the yellows though. In King Ghidorah, there's uh you can see that he's spitting out the, the lightning. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm kind of wondering, is it like a battle Royal? Are we yeah. getting Godzilla teaming up? I would prefer to see Mothra as a good kaiju and King Ghidorah as a bad. And Rodan, I don't, I don't have an opinion on. <laughs> is Rodan good or bad? I, I feel like that the way that it works is um, Mothra and Godzilla are benevolent, right? They're good, mm-hmm. and uh, Rodan is definitely bad. He's the bad guy of the movie. He's there. I think that that's the reason they're going to go contact Godzilla and bring him to fight. Maybe they think that they they maybe like they bit off more than they can chew. They release these creatures and now can't control them, and they're like, "Oh fuck, we fucked up. We need Godzilla to help us." Maybe something like that. Yeah, something like that. Good shit. Yeah, good uh, stuff, that's very exciting, listener. If you want to get in touch with the show, let us know what you think about all these things. Visit our website, jockandnerd.com slash contact for our Twitter. Our Facebook page, how to leave us a message, leave us your audio, and our Facebook group where uh, it's exclusive closed group just for our listeners. Jock and Nerd Nation represent and Nation, thanks for posting a lot of these things on the group. Made my job really easy when putting notes together. Like, oh, you guys want to hear about this, 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 this. Perfect. Uh, moving on, DC, like we said um, in the weeks running up to this, Marvel. Not noticeably absent this year uh, at San Diego. No Hall H for Marvel. Marvel TV was there. Marvel Studios were not. So DC gets the big spot on the Saturday evening. And uh, well, let's shout out. Uh, I got to shout out uh, Len, Mr. Lensations. Lenny, Lenny Romero, Romero was, is at San Diego. He was there and he yep. was uh, he was in providing Hall H. updates. Yeah. Yeah. He was like giving us the scoop of yeah. everything that he Lensations, saw. What, that was awesome. Also, Eric Sharkey is, goes every year and I'm Facebook friends with him. He's been on the show. So I see a lot of backstage photos from Sharkey. And then I saw Lenny. Uh, Lenny was in there. Um, Braving the must that is a comic con. <laughs> how does for, it smell for the people? Len, how does it fans. smell in there? Describe it with one word and send us an email how it smells. I've been in there. It smells. Musky. Yes. Musky. Yeah. <laughs> it's better now because before, I don't know when they started doing this, but there, there used to be a time where you could camp out all night. Yeah. To, and get in there. You can't now do that. they're doing wristbands the oh, day before. So you don't have to sit there. So, yeah. But so now, hopefully, you're dealing with people that have washed. They've, pre- yeah, recently showered. You probably not. Probably not. <laughs> but definitely not before because you had people camping out all night. So, you know that some of these assholes didn't shower for at least 24 hours. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's the smell. The smell of that and, you know, paper just brings me that's home. The smell of fan. It's <laughs> the smell of geekery. That's, that's freedom right there, yes. actually. That's right. <laughs> Fuck showering. I'm going to go look at Godzilla. Uh, well, you know how we called DC the DCEU or the DCFU? And there was no official term for it. DC came out and finally branded their whole film slate. They're calling it Worlds of DC. That's Interesting. Well, yeah. What do we like? Do we like worlds? Well, they're of trying DC? to let you know that they're doing multiple, multiple, multiverse, yeah. multiple universes. Yes. That's it. That is interesting. I didn't even think about it that yeah, way. That's, where, that's the first thing that came. That's mind what me. they're trying to spin away from Marvel. Where they're like, hey, listen, we can do a bunch of different shit. So we can do three Joker they, movies. Yeah, we're gonna got, do whatever we fucking want. This, I mean, this actually makes a lot of sense. You got Arrowverse, which is its own universe. You're gonna get DC, the streaming stuff. They said that's its own universe, Swamp Thing. So. They're already getting you used to this multiple universe. Whatever we're gonna do, whatever the fuck we want. I love it. Let's get to uh, the big, the big trailer. Aquaman, Jason Momoa's Aquaman, directed by James Wan, finally drops its first trailer. And man, I gotta tell you, I kind, I, I kind of really dug this. I didn't know what to expect. Really? I kind of, I kind of like this. I don't, I don't know why. It, look, yeah, it, I, I'm with you, Imran. I kind of liked it because look, really, it, it yeah. reminds me of like Avatar meets Star Wars meets uh, Black Panther a little bit. They, if they, this is done well. This could be huge for DC. Okay, well, I have I'm, both good and bad thoughts. Okay, so. well, who, go ahead, go ahead, Anthony. I, I liked first off that it's. I mean, you, you got it. You got to try something with this. Yeah, it's got. To, it's going to be different. I like yeah. that it looks different it in does. terms of yeah. the, the underwater stuff. Um, I like kind of the. It, it f- has that feel of like a new world that we haven't seen. Um, yep. I like the lighter tone. Yep. Um, so I like all that. I, I like Black Manta. Yeah, Black Manta. Look, they're putting him in the costume. I didn't think he was, and he's shooting lasers like out that. of his eyes. Holy shit, that's oh, awesome. Now let me get into the things I don't like. Okay. <laughs> I still think Jason Momoa is a charisma vacuum. <laughs> he's a really bro. He looks like he's a huge bro in this. He's he's You don't think he, he doesn't he, he doesn't command the screen. You I don't, don't, I don't ever does. think he huh. um, mm. Amber Heard's Mira's red hair. What the fuck? Why is her hair so goddamn red? It's very fake red. They she they was more subdued in Justice League and looked a lot better. Um, totally looks fake. Um, I'll give you that. Yeah, and then the last thing was my friend said this, and I I kind of agree. And this is going to sound like I'm talking out both sides of my mouth, but although there is like a lot going on, and I kind of like that awe. It does have the feel of a Star Wars prequel in terms of all the fucking CGI, CGI the CGI <laughs> fucking CGI fest. And, yeah, and like that it's noticeably CGI, but. Yeah, a lot of people had some problem with the CGI. I'm in and I'm out on this. I mean, sense. it's underwater, so you're going to expect know, a lot of CGI. I know, it just doesn't look good in some parts. Uh, uh, Rugs, uh, what are your thoughts? I feel like it's like a the new DC EU or the worlds of DC is basically Marvel. <laughs> but that, but you know what? I'm fine yeah. with that. They're they're trying um, to pivot and. You know, Shazam and Aquaman. Yeah, we'll both. get to Shazam, yeah. I know, but making the point that yeah. both of these movies have pivoted away yeah. from this darkness. I'm totally okay with um, that. Which is fine. Now, the biggest problem I have with this trailer is it's kind of like a love-hate thing because I love all the world building. Yeah. I love how epic and giant it looks. Yeah. I love that I'm going to get intro- introduced to this new... Atlantis and yeah, creatures I'm like, and fish. I'm down for this. Yeah. But I also feel like that some of the CG is video game-y looking. Mm, mm, mm-hmm. And it's not quite 
par to like when that shark hits the glass. I'm like, that's a bad shark. This is look. Good. I mean, look. I've seen like uh, Sharknado with sharks that look better than that. I but I love so. I love how I love that part where he kind of figures out he can talk to fish and 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 you know he's being bullied. Like that's kind of a really fun uh, a fun yeah. part of the movie. I like how they're doing the new Fifty Two kind of uh, uh, version of this with the fucking trench. Uh, that's crazy. There's a lot of CGI, but Atlantis, what do you think of how Atlantis looks? Uh, you know, maybe not on par of Wakanda, but it had, it reminded me of Avatar, and I'm sure it doesn't even, it's not gonna look that good either. No, I think it was formidable. Like, I like the world building. I like the design of stuff. I think it's well designed. I just think it's a little bit, um, there's, there's definitely something that's not making it, uh, feel real enough, or, mm-hmm. or it feels like maybe not, not, I'm saying real, but, tactile enough right not grounded it feels enough like you're looking at a video of, game and yeah, instead of looking yeah. at something that like when you watch game of thrones and they do a background shot or something you're like oh that's a, that could be a real place yeah you know but it, it's completely made up but like it could be real so um there's there is there is that disconnect there but uh, i think it was pretty interesting i like the design of it i like a lot of the design okay so it yeah, is i would go with interesting is the word I would. <laughs> not bad not bad interesting not a bad way go, just, if I'm the interested. movie is in- enjoyable you can forgive a lot of that stuff right i think i think james wan uh will do a good job with this the uh, as far as how they're going to communicate underwater well we finally got a good look they're and talk they just talk underwater i don't know oh shit. i don't know if i like this or not because like on one hand, his hair is floating in the water, and then he's just talking, and there's no like bubbles or effect. It wouldn't like, be bubbles coming out because he's breathing while water. he's talking. There's no air coming out, but then sound wouldn't be traveling either. So I don't know. That's, I think that's the best way to do it. I don't know how else I you think would you do just, this because this is you, what I think is going to happen. I think that the first few shots of them talking to each other will be clicks, like almost like a like a. Like a dolphin oh and then, it and kinda, then it'll like kind of like transition to so we can understand it oh so and it's like that, a translation we'll just go, oh they're really talking in their own language underwater but i'd be okay with that that makes sense. you know we can't we're not, yeah. nobody wants to read subtitles so i'm doing this way well yeah. and if every time you had to talk you had to have mira create a uh no, that's like air pocket yeah that, that's not that would idea. just be a waste of time that's not that's not gonna her hair is really red i'll agree anthony it was a little more like natural red it was naturally red it's like in, orangey red yeah that's yeah, just like, like in, in justice red. league and now she's just walking around with maybe a wig on, wig on and maybe there's an it. explanation <laughs> uh so that one shot of that fish guy who's like looks like a fish king i like that that so that dude is called the fisherman king he is played by the Jumon, green guy yeah the green yeah. guy he's played by jimon hansu Get oh, okay. this. Jimon Hansu will be playing three different comic book characters in five months between his roles in Shazam, Aquaman, and Captain Marvel. Oh, shit. <laughs> He's all over the place. We're going to be seeing a lot because Corvath is coming back to Captain Marvel. He's the wizard in Shazam, as we will talk about soon. And he plays uh, the Fisherman King. But I was, the dude, the action looks kind of sick. It does. It looks like Marvel. Um, the Hall I like H, that. yeah. I mean, that, I think that's what they have to do. I'm sorry, no, but they have to. They have to make a good movie. But yes, it does. It does feel it, like you know Marvel. What this reminds me of yeah, and the Green Lantern movie. Oh boy! Oh no! Just, I do actually get that kind of feel ooh, when I, I remember the same feelings yeah, when I was watching there the Green was Lantern world trailers. building in that, and they just kind of fucked it up uh, in that one. Well, it it the th- there's world building. You got to do it right, like Green Lantern didn't do it right right but then you go with like a black panther and that did do it right yeah 
I hope so this is more Black get? Panther than Green Lantern. I, mean, I just don't think... I, I don't have a lot of... A Momoa? I don't, yeah. I'm not a big Momoa guy. On the one hand, we've already been kind of introduced to his character, so that's a plus, but... The, uh, that's it interesting. actually looks like they're getting away from the yeah. broy Momoa. I heard. I heard like some everything of the, that was interesting about this trailer. Yeah, was any of it Momoa? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of it where he's like worst, uh, worst pep speech ever, or yeah. whatever. But so Hall H got to see another trailer and some more footage. And uh, the things I read is that Aquaman is still a huge bro in this movie, and. The trailer that one reveals with he will be wearing the orange and green suit at some point in this movie, which is kind of funny. And then uh, the plot of it is going to focus on them finding Atlan King Atlan's trident. I guess is a big deal because he has a quindent. It's five. It's not a trident. I, I just love that DC has pivoted so hard. <laughs> like it, Justice League, they, this was all all the underwater stuff and all the. Aquaman stuff that was shot with this grayed out scale, yeah, yeah. tone, and and now they're just all right. We're gonna go the other way. We're just gonna go full out. This is colorful. the The title card is gonna be white. Everything is just I'm kind bright of, and beautiful they, now. Look, they gotta try something. They gotta really this the the stain of Justice League is like it's so hard. It's gonna be so hard to remove because. Notice how they didn't have like any oh Justice League DVD, but like nothing, nothing about Justice League. They were like, "Fuck that!" People want this Snyder cut doesn't exist. We're not even going to talk about it. We're going to pretend like there's no Justice League. Let's move on. This movie comes out December twenty first. J- Rugs James Wan's Twitter handle. He's at Creepy Puppet. Yes, I know. I, I didn't know that. I was like, "He's stealing your fucking shtick." Now you would you want to talk colorful? That's not a shtick for Rug Boy. That's life. That's life. Yeah. It's not a shtick. James yeah, Wan, it's not a handle for me. No, it's yeah. not a handle, James Wan. That's a daily life for a felty American, James Wan. You respect that shit. <laughs> so look, DC. You want to talk about how much they're pivoting? Bright, colorful. Is this DC Warner Brothers film universe? Let's talk about the fucking Shazam trailer because this one now is goofy. It's fun. This one now reminds me of great coming-of-age kids movies from the 80s, like Flight of the Navigator, Big, Never-Ending Story, Greatest American Hero. Uh, Again, I kind of like where they're going with this movie. This is completely different, and I think it's something they got to do. And Zachary Levi really doesn't even annoy me. The suit's really red. Uh, Anthony, what would you think of this one? I was pleasantly surprised. I I didn't have... High expectations seeing the, right. the set photos. Right. But I, I kind of like this one, too. It looks kind of funny. Um, I think the way this movie succeeds, and I was saying it in the prior episodes, is that you got to have Zachary Levi acting like a giant kid. And he's doing it. looks it. like he's doing it. So <laughs> He's goofy. I, I kind of like it. I, again, this is in more of the tone of Marvel. Um, it is. This movie looks like it has a lot of heart, a lot of charm, you know, great kid performances. It's this trailer and watching this one in Aquaman just... Makes me just go. They should have never fucking rushed it. They should have just made these solo films. Imagine first. if they just had Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, and then you right. do a Batman, and then you do a Justice or something. Yeah, they fucking Zack Snyder fucked that shit up for them in the middle right there. Their solo movies are not. This could be like I'm, I have hope for DC movies a little bit now. Uh, it's uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm turning a little bit because of what they're where where they're pivoting. I don't think it's a bad thing. I love the comedy in this where he's like, I don't even know how to pee in this thing. Uh, and the flight, the flight test is pretty funny. <laughs> I love when he goes, sup, I'm a superhero. How's it going? 
<laughs> it's fucking great. Also, this is also close to the new 52 origin of Billy Batson. Uh, Ruggs, what'd you think? I enjoyed it. I know that there's going definitely going to be a scene that calls out to Big where he is in the show. I believe there's suit. a scene with the piano. With a piano. Yeah, I think I, I mean, saw that. This is basically drawing a comparison to Big. Yeah. It's pretty obvious, but um, this is their Ant-Man. This is yep, their yep, yep. movie where they're going to lean on comedy, and that's going to open the door for other comedic movies to come uh, out of the DCEU, um, or whatever it's called now. Uh, Worlds world of, of DC. Worlds of DC. So that we call it WAD. <laughs> wad. It's WAD. Oh, they <laughs> shot the wad. wad. They're shooting their WAD. Oh, yeah, they're shooting their big WAD. They're shooting the big WAD. Um, Worlds of DC. Yeah. <laughs> so you see Batman, Superman, other heroes referenced in this. That's kind of interesting. Yes. Uh, and uh, April uh, 2019, this movie comes out. What do you guys think of the suit? Does it still look kind of shitty? It but doesn't it, matter. Even. It doesn't. It kind of no. works in this context. Because this whole idea is silly. So yeah. it's like right. it could be silly. Yeah, it's the whole. I mean, they they right off the bat acknowledge that Shazam is a silly name. Yeah, and then he just gets the suit and he's over the top. I like the transformation scene where he's walking. He says Shazam, and he's just he turns into Shazam. That's fucking sick. It's gonna be fun. Uh, <laughs> the only the, my only critique that I didn't like is that they have him flossing. Have you, you know what that dance is? Oh yeah, he's doing that Which dumb Im- goddamn immediately dance. Fucking dates this movie. Yeah, that's true. at least he's not dabbing like fucking Luke Cage. But I did. I think that's flossing is worse than dabbing. Flossing is probably worse than dabbing. That is flossing is worse than dabbing. That, you look like a tool when you do it. Yeah. That, whereas when I see someone dab, I want to punch them in the face. When I see someone floss, I instantly want to kick them in the nuts. That's what I. Oh shit! I just like you have to get kicked in the nuts. Come over here. I saw you floss, you fucking bastard. <laughs> Uh, that is retribution. Uh, I love where he's charging the phones and it blows up. Your phone's charged. Your phone's charged. Uh, he's great. It looks, uh, you see you Mark Savannah. This, huh? I kind of, I like you, it. You, you, this you, is a lot of fun. Disc- you've talked about every scene and said you loved it. I love it. I just, I wasn't <laughs> expecting this to be. You've narrated the entire trailer. Because it takes me back to like, if I was a kid watching this, I'd be totally into it. Like uh, the movies from You're the 80s. You're still a kid. I am. That's why I love it. I've never grown up. <laughs> I'm you'll, like Zachary you'll Levi. You'll never guess my big. secret identity. <laughs> What's the guy? <laughs> oh, uh, that was, wasn't that uh, Chris O'Connell? Chris O'Donnell? I don't know his name. Secret Jerry Ide- O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. With he, the, would, he would fly around with like uh, with the hairspray. hairspray cans really slowly. He would float away. Yeah, like Emma would watch that show. I love this that This is what Emma likes. He would write, he would watch anything <laughs> oh, that has that a superhero show, in it. I would. Was, that show is great. And it reminds me of Greatest American Hero with the red suit and learning how to use the powers uh, with the kid helping him, and uh, it's just all right. Let's move on to something serious. Okay, how about Glass? You guys check out the trailer for I Glass, did. which is the sequel, the surprise sequel to Unbreakable and Split. I have not seen Split. M Night Shyamalan oh. movies. I still need to see that. Splits, I hear, is really good. Uh, but this one good. features Sam Jackson's Mr. Glass, Bruce Willis from Unbreakable, and a jacked fucking McAvoy. The Beast. As the Beast. Dude, he's, is that him? He's fucking huge he's in this. Huge. Yeah, Did you him. watch Split, though? No. Do you know what it's about? He has multiple personalities, and then what? And then one of them is superhuman. One of them is the Beast. Yeah. Right. And Mr. Glass wants the Beast to come out. Yeah. It's a supervillain. They're teaming up. I like how Knight did this because I don't think anybody realized he was going to make a, that Split, no, first of all, was a sequel. Split wasn't marketed as a sequel. Right. And then to tie it all together, that's kind of neat in a shared universe. Uh, what do you guys think? Is this back to like good M. Knight movies? Because he's made some really good movies and then just some fucking clunkers. 
He's made the most boring good movies that yeah. there are. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. very boring, they're but, boring they're, but they're good. They're artistic and fucking shit. They're masterful in, yeah. in their way, but they are a little bit on the boring side. So I hope that um, he's able to pick up the pace just a little bit for a current audience that's probably not going to... They're not going to take that shit anymore. Yeah. So, but um, Split was an indication that it that he's kind of getting the idea of how to, like, make a modern movie that people will like with, without making it an M. M Night Shyamalan drawn-out fest. Shyamalan-a-lot. Where you're, like, watching paint dry. is like, this is an M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, waiting. It's you're waiting for the happen? twist. Yeah. All right, when's yeah. the twist coming? All right. So. He like it's like the negative space in a painting. His movies, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> but this one, I guess it's uh, Bruce Willis versus these two guys, uh, or glasses like manipulating them, and you see the beast climbing the glass around. Was the big villain in Unbreakable? Yeah, super smart and super breakable. Great movie, Unbreakable. Yeah, Unbreakable I love, really I loved good. Unbreakable. And even that, I was like, holy shit, this is a fucking superhero origin movie. I did not. And you don't think it is going into it. So I kind of love how he's marketing these. But now he's uh, he's pulling a crossover. Sarah Paulson also is. Uh, she's great. She's the the, the doctor lady. Uh, I got to see Split. And then yeah, I, I got to see Split. as I, well. I, kinda, I, I'd have I more to say. It. Yeah. If I saw a split. Yeah. Yeah. This comes out January 2019. OK, let's talk about one more controversial trailer before we take a break and play some promos controversial well maybe controversial for some people i'm oh. talking about we're moving the television shows now oh. we're done with the movies the titans trailer that will be on the dc streaming service the trailer that uh comes out uh with robin going fuck batman uh but <laughs> you see all of them in action beast boy robin hawk and dove starfire uh, and Raven, and it seems to center around Raven kind of finding this group and, and, and dealing with her powers. Um, this is a surprisingly, now here's your dark DC. Like they're going yeah, funny in these movies. This? this is kind Does of Zach dark. Zack Snyder make this? It's kind of, it also has kind of like a, like a CW feel, you know, in terms of the TV soap opera, but clearly it's, a, it's, it's for mature audiences. He's swearing. And some of it looks super violent. Uh, I'm kind of hyped for the Titans. I want to know. Oh God, I w- because look, you okay? Everyone has a problem with him, Dick Grayson going fuck Batman. I understand that. Let's talk about that because I think that could be in context a very good reason for him feeling this way. Anthony, <laughs> what'd you think? <laughs> I don't have any problem with him saying I don't. I don't. It's not the fuck Batman oh, part know, that like, makes okay. me mad. Okay, I'm not mad, but um, it's just the fact that he. It's Dick Grayson is so fucking brutal that is not Robin Dick Grayson at all. Mm. Dick Grayson's Robin was always the hopeful, charming sidekick to him. He was always the the guy that made Batman a little Pull closer back to the a light. Bit. Yeah. yeah, for him to be this brutal doesn't ring at all to me. What Dick Grayson is, if you're going to have a brutal ass Robin, yeah, cast Jason Jason Todd, cast Damon Wayne. But if you're going with a a Robin that's stomping people's faces, yeah. That's not Dick Grayson. But this is a Robin on his way to being Nightwing. Also, Jason Todd that, that will be matter. in this show. That doesn't yeah, Nightwing matter. Nightwing doesn't really change his... Nightwing doesn't... Yeah, Nightwing is still hopeful. So, look, Jason Todd is in the show. I'm just imagining there's a part where, like, Batman picks Jason over Robin, or he just gets Dick mad, and Dick just has a little fucking tantrum. But, yeah, it is kind of out of character, I guess, when you put it that way. He is uh, he's I mean, that, older. That's, literally, that's, that's basically Zack Snyder version of dick of yeah. Dick yeah yeah it is <laughs> rugs what'd you think about this overall 
the only thing I liked was Robin. Yeah. I mean, I mean, even even though the fuck Batman thing is out of character, but I was like, that was the only thing that really I was like, oh, that's cool. And maybe Raven. Uh, I wasn't too hot on anything else, to be honest with you. Beast Boy uh, looks like I Beast wouldn't Boy. go and get the DC network or whatever because of the show. No. <laughs> well, there's now, a lot more the, than this show. That's I, will, be I, on would, there. I yeah. would be like, if I were to see like a really awesome action sequence yeah. that's beyond what the Arrowverse does or yeah. Agents of Shield does, or, yeah, 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 where I'm like, okay, like Hawk and Dove look okay. Yeah, I think they might steal the show. Hopefully, um, so you know, we'll get, see. Yeah. Uh, so look, this show, this season of the show has Jason Todd in the mid season. Doom Patrol is going to be on it, and they're going to spin off to their own thing. So if there is Dick Grayson becoming Nightwing, Jason Todd's in this becoming the Red Hood. Uh who's I don't know. And does do they I wonder if they do like a shadowy Batman in silhouette as a cameo or something. Uh I'm kind of intrigued with Titans. I I love the fuck Batman. I don't know why. I just like it's for, for no reason. Uh it's dark when it doesn't need to be dark. But it it looks a little <laughs> more violent than needed. Okay, look. Let's take a quick break. I'll play some promos. We'll come back, talk about some more trailers and news announcements from San Diego this year. After these messages, we'll be right back. Do you like superheroes? Do you like movies, television shows, and comic books? Do you like listening to a guy rant about these things for hours on end? Well, then you're in luck because you need to check out Pod Capers, the official podcast of a place to hang your cape. Featuring me, Scott James Meridew, we'll be talking about a variety of geek and nerdy issues, joined each week by a rotating panel of guests that will try to contain me. Jokes on them, I cannot be contained. So please, join us on Pod Capers, the official podcast of A Place to Hang Your Cape, where superheroes go to relax, but I never do. Cue the music! Hey, this is The Toe, host of the Gravity Beard Podcast, a variety show with interviews and discussions on a wide range of topics. Our guests have included a viral YouTube star, a former child actor. We've even had a guy on who may have solved the D.B. Cooper case. It's a delicious box of audio chocolate. You never know what you'll get. Find it on Podbean, iTunes, and other places you listen to podcasts. It's the Gravity Beard Podcast. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. Hey, listeners, sign up for the Jock and Nerd fan club at jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Not only would you be helping us out, keeping the show going, you're going to get tons of awesome perks, fresh perks, <laughs> like stickers and T-shirts and reviewing a movie, uh, picking a movie for us to review like last episode, and, of course, hours of bonus content. Uh, spo- uh, whole episodes of Anthony and Chaz talking about sports, post shows, instant reactions. It's a lot of fun. You will not regret it. Jockinair.com slash Patreon. Sign up today. More trailers. Uh, sticking with TV, Young Justice Outsiders, another series that's going to be on the DC Universe streaming service. This is the, the long awaited return of this uh, fan favorite show that had two seasons from a few years ago. We had Greg Wiseman on the show. In year one of the podcast, talking about Young Justice, it was very he, exciting. He had mentioned that 
it could come back. And at that point, it was the whole campaign to get Young Justice on Netflix or keep playing it. So they make a third season and it happened. Uh, Anthony, I know you were a huge fan of this show. What did you think of this trailer? The trailer for me wasn't all that much going on. I mean, right. there's a lot they of recap, quick, half of it is they recap yeah. the first two seasons. They do yeah. a lot of quick shots of characters that I'm somewhat familiar with. Yeah. Um, so I actually don't have the trailer didn't affect me at all. I just liked that it's back. Yeah. I wish it wasn't under this paywall that I'd have to find. Yeah. Or I have to get through. But Young Justice was one of my all time favorite uh, TV shows. So I thought they did a really good job with it. And, and I'm happy to see it back. I'm, me too, Rex. What do you think? It looks like it's the same quality animation, same storytelling style, same uh, everything coming back and still being good. Yeah, I like me some Young Justice. I'm gonna definitely check it out. I was very upset that they stopped making it. And they that had the show had legs. Yeah, and it was very yeah. like uh, captivating. So I'm curious to see how everything plays out because it didn't get a chance to end it properly, right? And bring it to a close. So I'm all in on this. It's just not like rocking my world because it's been like. It's been time. years, yeah. But again, the and, show had great characters, yeah. great storylines, really well written. Uh, this time out, there's going to be a three-year time jump from the last season, and the plot kind of uh, uh, features meta-human trafficking. They got to go find and save these kids and stuff. Uh, yeah, it looks dope. Uh, the more things I see from this uh, DC universe, the more I'm like, oh, I may have to pay for this. <laughs> and I have details about they came out about what what it's going to cost and stuff. What we'll, is it going to cost? We'll, okay, so we'll break it. We'll we'll just break it now. DC Universe streaming service. It's seventy five dollars a year or eight dollars a month. So eight bucks a month. Uh, if you pre-order, I think it's going to start fall 2018. If you pre-order, you get three months free. Fall 2018 release release date. Now, not only do you get these original shows like uh, The Swamp Thing, Titans, Doom Patrol, Young Justice, Harley Quinn cartoon, you'll be able to watch Batman, the animated series, uh, the Chris Reeve Superman movies, all the Batman movies, their entire back catalog, Warner Brothers, DC, DC stuff like the old Wonder Woman show. And not only that, there are comic books. I read somewhere that there may be instances where you're watching something and a thing pops up saying, hey, you want to read the first appearance of this villain? Click here. And you click and you can read the comic book right there. Uh, this will definitely make it more than Hulu and Netflix are doing. It's more than just a streaming service. They wanted to make a fan community where people can hang out. It should have been five bucks a month. Five, like three dollars is a deal breaker for you? No, I'm just saying that what it's not with Netflix. Yeah, it's not. It's Netflix not. now is like ten bucks to fourteen dollars. Yeah, I'm just saying what Netflix was. Yeah, is it was seven bucks a month. Right, right, right. And now, and they've stepped up all of their production, you know, to a high level. And so they're charging they're more. They're making new yeah, shows all yeah, the time, yeah. and they're making like big budget shows. They're not making like cheap ass shows. Yep, 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 yep. And you can, and you can go. For multiple different genres, there's comedy. There's not going to be like a stand-up comedy uh, DC uh, section. Or <laughs> but there aren't comic so books you're, to you're read on the Netflix. like a very niche content, so it should be less. But I think they're adding this access to the comics is is, is a bonus. I think that's that's Still worth it a little bit. Money. Still yeah. too much? All right. That'd be five bucks a month. And they also announced Jeff Johns and Greg Berlanti are going to do a live-action Stargirl series also on the dc what's, universe what's a star girl star girl she was a member of the justice society of america she was in legends of tomorrow yeah she had a wedgie in that the whole time yeah she's nice. she's like uh the hot chicken like a captain america's like female captain america okay and she's got a giant stick with a hand 
something like a hammer on the end. Of yeah, you, you must have seen Stargirl. I mean, she's very cheesy looking. She's, she's cheesy. not like anyone's favorite. She's like a, from the golden age, though. But I think also. that's why they chose her because yeah. they could do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah. They have mm. somebody that's like the name sounds like a name, Stargirl. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and uh, she's got the patriotic thing going. They can yep. capitalize yep. that. Yep, yep. So they could probably do something with it. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, let's talk about uh, Marvel Netflix a little bit. While we got a short Iron Fist season two teaser, really not much to talk about. The, but the big news was about season two. There was a lot of footage. It's coming out September 7th. So we have a date this year Iron Fist season two. Uh, the, they've cast Alice Eve. As Typhoid Mary, Ruggs. That's an interesting cast. Yeah, she's pretty. I like Alice Eve. What do you think, Ruggs, of this uh, casting? Um, I'm da- she's a good actress. She yeah, probably pull yeah. It off. Yeah, she's. Uh, I think she. I think. She, I think she can pull it off. And uh, Daughters of the Dragon are going to be an official team in season two. And I even heard that he will be wearing the fucking costume. The yellow will be. That's what I heard. Probably (laughs) it'll probably. And I think Davos is coming back. So I think it's a scene towards the end with Davos and they put the mask on and he's the thing. And, but it'll probably be the last episode. Right. That's their MO. Yeah. But however, after the way, you know, they, they, they wrote, uh, Danny Rand and Luke Cage season two. And the fact that this is a new showrunner, they are aware of the, the issues everyone had with the first season. I'm hoping better fight choreography, better fight scenes, better writing, better. I don't know about the acting. Maybe he gets a little bit better. He's he's kind of settling into the role. But show me that Danny Rand. I got in that episode of Luke Cage. Yeah, that was show a me great, that guy. That was a great Danny show Rand. Show me that the high is a motherfucker. I don't want him all whiny and fucking no. high, high ten, tense and fucking just do annoying. Th- do you think that they're going to use Typhoid Mary's power set? What is her power set? Um, she got psionic powers, so she could, uh, like levitate small things like knives and stuff and throw it. Oh, that'd be um, cool. she is, she's pyrokinetic. Oh. So she can like, uh, make fires bigger. Highly skilled athlete, trained martial artist, exceptional swordswoman. Right. All these things. Pyrokinesis, I telekinesis. I will do is, oh, go ahead. He's hypnotized people. Enhanced strength, limited mind control. they, that's following the netflix mo i think she will have maybe one or one of these powers yeah these are <laughs> really all of them. Out, out of i mean all the all the luke cage characters yeah. barely had any powers. powers this and so she's originally a daredevil villain uh enemy and former yeah, lover of Ma- matt murdoch but yeah. all these powers we haven't really seen anybody use anything like that on any of these shows have we no, Netflix, it would no. be kind of. Uh, I wonder how no, they're going to ground I'm, it. I'm going to say they're going to use only hypnotism and pyrokinesis. Or you there could you do know. a thing. You could do a thing where it's like uh, like Legion, where it's mental illness, mis- but it's really superpowers mistaking as mental illness kind of thing. Could be doing that, and uh, you know, people don't think they're seeing what they're seeing, but uh, pyrokinesis, telekinesis, so give her some cool powers. I'm I'm actually I'm looking forward to this too now because. <laughs> I want to see a better Danny Rand. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love your your unbridled enthusiasm. I fucking love all this. I mean, even though there was clearly a large hole that Marvel was not there, but uh, I think DC uh, they had some good stuff to show, and it got me excited. Okay, wrapping up the trailers. Is anybody interested? I'm just going to read out names of things. Let me know if you're interested 
in the trailers of any of these things. Star Trek Discovery Season 2. Yes or no? Anybody? Am I interested in the trailer? Have I seen it? No. I, I, I should watch it, though. Yes. I watched it. It looked like a fun adventure. I haven't finished the first season. Me neither. Uh, but it looks, it looks like more of the same. Walking Dead Season 9. It's like a five-minute trailer. No I'm interest. Out. I'm out. No, nobody. I'm gonna still watch, but it is. It's all just them <laughs> like building. They're like, oh, we got to rebuild and uh, make a city, and Maggie's gonna have uh, take the lead. Andrew Garfield has confirmed he will be leaving during the season, and I think they cast someone as Alpha who leads the Whispers. I don't know anybody watching this show anymore. No, no. Okay, moving on. Anybody care about the Star Wars, the Clone Wars trailers coming back? I, I, I want to see it, but I haven't seen it. So is that exciting that it's coming back? I that's kind um, of uh, that's crazy. Clone Wars ended uh, abruptly. Um, I enjoyed that show because it had direct canon to Mar- uh, I don't say Marvel to, uh, <laughs> to Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, it was direct canon, and it was like continuing the stories of uh, of Ben Kenobi and, and Ahsoka Tano yeah, in there, yeah, yeah. and you had um, you know uh, Anakin Skywalker who becomes. First of all, it's the coolest version of Anakin Skywalker yeah, that we've bef- ever had. Yeah, before he goes all yeah. before the, the the third movie in the prequels. Well, yeah. yeah. It's, first of all, it's he's the guy. He's animated and acts better than yeah. any of the movies. Yeah, it's because it's, it's not, fucking ridiculous. It's that, like, not Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen sucks so bad that yeah. a cartoon is a better version yeah. of oh, the character. Yeah, a cartoon is more is less stiff than fucking Hayden Christensen in live action. Yeah, it's amazing. Don't make fun of them because some people like those movies. Oh boy, <laughs> I can't, what I can't you? have, I can't have an opinion on those movies. So yeah, you got uh, Obi Wan and uh, Anakin doing badass shit, uh, and still in the Clone Wars. That's uh, cool. Uh, Arrow season seven. Anybody care? I watched no. the trailer. Yeah, it's Oliver. I guess at the end, he's in I didn't, jail. He's in jail. I didn't finish season six no, at the I don't end. Care he he, uh, he admits to being the Green Lantern, and they put him in jail. So it's like Oliver in Jesus prison. Christ, Imran, you how do you watch all this stuff? I didn't watch that. I didn't watch that one. I just read it. Oh, okay. The next one, Flash <laughs> season five trailer. I did this. The Flash is like the only season of the CW last year that I'm actually caught up on because I still enjoy the fun show. Uh, at the end of the last season, this girl shows up. She's been hanging around all season. And I was like, oh, that's their fucking daughter from the future. And of course, she shows up. And she's like, hi, I'm Nora. I'm your daughter from the future. So it's going to be about how she fucked up. And then there's a villain called Cicada. Uh, looks fun. I like the Flash still. And then the rest of the Arrowverse, I couldn't really give a fuck. I haven't really watched Supergirl uh, or Legends. It's uh, just too many shows. It's too much Black Black Lightning I like, but... No, I haven't watched anything. Yeah, man, there's way too many fucking shows to keep up with now. And I think today they're talking about Legion uh, at San Diego. Yeah, like, there's... And, like, Legion, Gifted 2 is coming Gifted out. Gifted 2's trailer came out, and I watched there's half of that of trailer. Yeah, There's I did. too many shows, man. Is Gotham still around? Gotham is still around. It's going to have Jeez. one last season where he Good. becomes fucking Batman, apparently. Kill it with fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one last season. Where is that from? Kill it with fire. I don't know, but I've been saying it a I, long I time. Love, I love when people say that, but I don't know where it's actually from. I don't know. Let's, meet, let's look up the meme. Know your fire meme. Fire it up. Kill, uh, it. Okay. Kill it with fire. Let's talk about stuff uh, we didn't get to see, but people at Hall H did. Uh, like Wonder Woman. I guess this movie is being called Wonder Woman 1984. That's the title. I, I prefer Godzilla 1984. We're yeah, you like that one? I like I, that title's all right. I guess it works. They're only four weeks into production. They brought some footage of her fighting 
in a in a food court. But they were like the costume is noticeably brighter. So here we go. You know, DC DC worlds of DC is getting brighter. Yeah, I read that it's brighter and the tone is even a little more funny. Uh, a little more lighthearted. Lighthearted. Yeah. We're gonna but have, the, but they've only been yeah filming for four weeks. Yeah, they just started, so they didn't get to see a lot. Yeah, they're not even a third through. Uh, yeah. So uh, Predator, they showed some footage, and it 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 sounds like a Shane Black Predator movie. I still think I don't know. This still sounds kind of like a straight to DVD B movie. Even Predator, with yeah, the, yeah. no one's going to see this. No, even with the footage, like they showed the big no. Predator fight the small. But uh, I don't know. I'm not feeling it. It's going to be like mummy numbers, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what I am feeling is Venom. I'm super excited to see Tom oh Hardy God. as Venom. I can't wait to see what this fucking movie is from Sony. So they had... Your enthusiasm kills me, man. Dude, I can't... Look, I uh, Riz Ahmed, they came out He'll saying, pull over and watch, like, a, a car accident. That's, <laughs> what, that's what this is. If one of the guys was wearing a cape, I probably would watch He's the like, car. let's see how mangled this thing is. Let's see where... <laughs> that's his interest. I but wonder he, how this ends. I'm but he has no around. compunction about saying that it's what he's doing. <laughs> look, Venom, dude. Like the, the 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 shots of Venom look even more comic accurate than the toe for Grace Venom. Riz Ahmed will be playing another symbiote named Riot, and then the footage description was like Venom eating heads just clean off and shit, and it's super violent, and his hands turning into axes and shit. I'm down. Is my, the, my my interest in this is is the train wreck appeal. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a little bit that, but uh, it's fucking Venom. It still and, reminds me of like when they were making superhero movies between 2001 mm-hmm, and 2008, mm-hmm, where they just mm-hmm. had no fucking clue what they were doing and just mm-hmm. took the IP and were like, all right, this will sell. Let's just well, do this. This is going to be their proof of making this Spider-Man, non-Spider-Man, non-MCU Spider-Man universe, shared universe, if they can pull it off. No clue as when of is Tom it coming Holland. out. This is coming out in October. Uh, and and yeah, and they said there's still some work left to do it, and and still no no hint if Tom Holland will they, be. I in think this. they were hinting too that uh, what's his name's character, Woody Harrelson's character, is going to be potentially Carnage. Oh, he may be Carnage, and there's a couple other symbiotes that they haven't symbiote. symbiote 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 symbiote. It should be Benedict yeah. symbiote. Uh, but dude tom hardy i think they said tom hardy as venom the tom hardy performance they people seem to dig and the voice of him talking to himself i don't know i'm all like it's fucking venom like what if it's and i don't even know if it's r-rated yet it should be r-rated with all this fucking it better be r-rated violence i don't know no one's gonna see this movie either no (laughs) Okay, other news. We talked a little bit last episode. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer t- uh, is getting a reboot back on television yes. with Joss Whedon. Rugs, has your uh, thoughts changed about this no, at all? No, because, see, Anthony thought he was pulling a fast one on right, me last week. Right. So he's like, I want to see what you think about this. Yeah. But with Anthony, I know he didn't watch Buffy. So yeah. it, it, the thing about Buffy is, now, if they call her Buffy... I mean, that's a little cheesy oh, because they, be don't, a, they, mm. they don't have to do that because... Mm-hmm. Buffy is a slayer, and there's a slayer born into every generation. So her name could be whatever. So, like, in the 90s, Buffy was the vampire slayer. Right. But the slayer could be somebody else of any kind of walk of life. Sure. And in any in any decade, there's a few slayers born, maybe, like, two or three born. So, so it could be, be like, like Sheila the vampire slayer. Yeah, or whatever. Faith was a slayer. Faith right? was so, a slayer, yes. So um, they can make a slayer just like in... in in any area of the world, just like we were talking about the crow, right? Take yeah. place anywhere. Yep, yep, yep. A slayer could be anywhere. 
So um, that's why I have no problem with it. Uh, if they call it Buffy, I'll think it's cheesy because like there, there's no reason to. There is no reason to call it Buffy. There's no reason to do it. Yeah. Because it just, I don't know, it just doesn't make sense to do it. It's like if you're going to make a Slayer, maybe they just want to capitalize on the brand. Yeah, Buffy? I mean, but that's the thing is like people know Buffy. Would Joss do that though? Just be like, I'm just going to change the character. Like it just seems like, why would you want to share a character when you can create a brand new character? It, it, Within the rules of the of the actual, so that, that's what I'm afraid of. Because Joss and a lot of the original writers and producers are coming back. Is it going to be a reboot where now this is there? She's doing it over, and this is the now Buffy. I, I it's just unnecessary. I, yeah, I hope but, he doesn't do that. It's completely. I, mean, I don't unnecessary. care either way. Yeah, because you know, Buffy exists. She played out her whole entire story. Everything Buffy uh, that had needed to be told had been told. So it doesn't matter. It's Does not she like we're die like, at the end of the series? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, it's open-ended. She dies in the... She dies... She dies and comes back to life and shit. And comes back yeah, to life yeah. because the the uh, Channel 9, or whatever that was, uh, what was that called? WGN. WGN. Network, uh, brought it back to life after, oh. after they decided to end it. Oh. She, they ended it with her dying. Oh, I forgot about that. And then, and then they like, like, oh, oh, people want more Buffy. <laughs> so they like back. brought it back yeah. and then resurrected her. Hmm. So... um. Yeah, so she does technically die, even so, and then she goes off like uh, into the sunset in the. Uh, this is still in the, in the early, uh, early stages, so who knows when we're gonna fucking see I mean, this? Look, regardless of what he does, if it's Buffy, if they reboot the Buffy, I don't know. I just think it's weird, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm not against it. Just yeah. like do it because yeah. I, Buffy's never going to be replaced. It's just it's yeah. always going to be yeah. It's, you still have Buffy. Uh, the other yeah. thing we talked about briefly last episode, Cloak and Dagger renewed for season two. It's a great show. It's very good. It's one of the one of the better Marvel. It's uh, better than a lot of the the, the CW verse. I'll tell you that much. So check out, get caught up. Uh, the first season's almost over. See, but I asked you last week, yeah. does it have great action? And you said no. Well, yeah, performances are. It's good. it's more, and I think yeah. there's room for that. Yeah, but they they really need to rethink action on well TV. what do you mean by action because cloak and dagger don't really fight in a traditional sense if you think no, about it i know there is action there's you know there's chasing and shooting and and uh stabbings and she's doing things with her night but there's no like fight choreography because it doesn't really it's not that kind of show well, i'm talking it's the about drama. visually interesting oh it's visually thing. interesting yeah so, i really i like it hours uh, are interesting they yeah. have to be visually interesting like um, you know, they downplay everything so much now, like even with the Netflix stuff, mm. Luke Cage. It's like, I want to be dazzled. I want to see yeah, You know what? They're, they're straight out, like, they don't, like, clo- I mean, dagger's power. They show her. She makes a white dagger. It just comes right out of her hand and she can kind of <laughs> control it. And you're like, okay. And then, but the, the way you just described that is so fucking boring. I know, but it, but that's what it would look like. I know, but you, but these, what you, these are superhero shows for a reason. Yeah, I'm a flair, Imran. Well, you know when she started Don't defend to defend everything, goddamn. She's, it. I know. I'm, 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 I'm talking <laughs> about Sting versus the Crow. Sting versus the Crow. <laughs> the Crow was first, damn it. Sting, it Sting ripped it. No, Sting ripped it off. <laughs> I knew like, Why is he playing Sting? <laughs> no, it's the other way around, you bastard. Now I gotta look at like old like promos of Sting, like how he, he acts. I didn't like know that, he even dude. talked and acted like fucking ta- the Crow. He would. He he would. Come down and not say anything. For yeah. the longest time, he was fucking mute. Yeah. And then he would start talking like that. <laughs> That's so weird. He didn't talk for like a year. 
Yo, I will say Dagger, she's starting to throw fucking knives and be smart about shit. And she's getting like, there's some, it's, it's building I know, up. I, I did hear the action. show is good. It's fucking good. Uh, the, Sony also brought into the Spider-Verse, which is another movie I'm super excited about. December. <laughs> I just love all of this. I mean, if you can't tell. Yeah, gotta, he just loves I'm everything. At, I'm at he full does. staff right now, listener. You are. Uh, but we're getting six confirmed different Spider-Mans from the Spider-Verse. John Mulaney, comedian John Mulaney, will be voicing Spider-Ham. I love that. And Nick Cage is playing Spider-Man Noir. Oh, shit. Nick Cage gets to be Superman in the Teen Titans Go movie, and now he's Spider-Man in Into the Spider-Verse. I love all of this. <laughs> Absolutely. We are going to be getting a, a Peter Parker that we've never seen on screen. This is a 40-year-old beaten like later career peter parker uh i've never i've never seen that but what without, does that mean like we could be 40 years old and still kick ass no but he's like you he no i mean he's this is he's uh <laughs> not everybody's not, like him Rob. he's my age defeated given up I just on life say, without me and rugs this show you would this show would be worse than kevin smith's show in terms of just licking ball sack <laughs> you just love you love everything it's amazing hey, i may you know if you guys weren't here and i licked all ball sacks we may get fucking actual studios writing in and inviting me to things but it, as it goes now nobody's gonna presents. no nobody's gonna ask us to go anywhere because oh these guys fucking hate everything <laughs> unless it's really good i thought that i don't hate the, i don't hate these things i don't know it's just the the unbridled enthusiasm is well, unbelievable look, we've never had this when if i was, it was a kid fake enthusiasm i would but he's generally no, this is it, not it, I'm, I'm actually in awe of Imran right now because it's not fake. Look, if it's you like he really saw does how like we everything. grew up and how much I love these things and wanted to see live action versions, we had nothing and everything just kept sucking <laughs> for a really long time. It's uh, amazing. You're a ama- you're an amazing organism. Thanks. I'm not real, by the way. I'm complete. <laughs> I'm a computer simulation created by tiny little Imrons that put together in a big Imron. Whoa! Like Shin like Godzilla. A nano Imron. Yeah, I'm a nano Imron. <laughs> I'm not actually a real person. I am an AI created voice listener. Look it up. Uh, Krypton season two. Did anyone watch Krypton season one? I didn't finish it. I did like it though. That oh, was also God. very good. I didn't finish the season. I, I liked it, but didn't finish I, it. I, I, I wasn't too hot on it. No, I gave up. Like I wasn't. There. Hey, what if All I right. tell you next season Lobo is going to be in there? Oh, Our first Whoa. live action Lobo on the screen will be in Krypton season two. I might watch that one episode. Yeah, yeah, just the one. Yeah, it, this show's got Brainiac and Doomsday. It's pretty crazy, uh, and I did enjoy the first yeah, couple but episodes. Nobody really cares. What does it get yeah. in ratings wise? I, I have no idea. Anybody so, sitting there going, "Did you watch Krypton?" Like, I never heard any person ever go, "Yo, did you no, watch Krypton?" Nobody, awesome. Nobody was talking about Krypton. No, no. People are talking I mean, not about that, that, that matters. I right. like a lot of shows that nobody likes either. Like pre- not, what, what happened to Preacher? I'm not shooting ropes over it. Preacher like season three is out, and like not a lot of buzz for Preacher. I. I didn't finish season two, or did I? I did, I think. I can't remember. I don't even remember if I It's did. just too much shit out there, man. Yeah, it's overload, and none of it is standing out. Listener, if you want more f- content to, to take up your time, get a free month of Stitcher. <laughs> Go to Stitcher.com <laughs> slash premium Great and use transition. promo code NERD through September 2018. You like that? You like that? I threw in a little did, live read there. Did you skip there. the... Uh... Are you going to back Batman Hush? Oh, I did skip that. Let's talk about that. Uh, Batman Hush will receive an animated film adaptation, which I want to read that again. I Batman forgot Hush that's is good. really good. It's got yeah. it's the it's the one where the guy in bandages is a step ahead of Batman. Every fucking Batman villain is in this story. Yeah, it's the guy manipulating Batman 
I don't want to give away the, deal was. the spoiler. Yeah. But uh, I kind of I think it's a, a great pick for a movie. I want to read it again because I remember reading it. Jim Lee, Jeff Loeb, I think. Jim Lee uh, and Jeff Loeb. Uh, yep. Doing the art and the writing. Uh, that's very cool. Did uh, Rugs, did you see Gotham by Gaslight? I did. Was that any good? And I started. Wa- yeah, it was very good. And I, and I started watching. I mean, um, Ninja. I didn't finish that. How's that? I fell asleep during it. Oh, really? I got to go back and watch it. Um, I also watched the new Doomsday that they did. Um, and I wait, is that the new death of Superman? Yeah. It's out. I started, wa- uh, I started watching it. Yeah. It's the out first somewhere. part is out. Okay. Yeah. It's a two part. Uh, and, um, I just, what kept pulling me out of this movie is yeah. that Superman looks purple. What? Why? Did he have a bad tan? Is that what happened? No, it was like the blue that they use is like this purpley blue. And I'm like, that's not Superman blue. Just like, change the colors on your TV screen. It's fine. I know. I want it. <laughs> just the fucking hue. It was so annoying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. It just bothered me so much. It like took me out of the movie. We should might watch all these and review them in one chunk, like Gotham by Gaslight, Batman yeah, Ninja, and this one. I think one. everybody Catch should up. watch them. Yeah. They're, all, they're all fun. And they're not too long. Good stuff. Anthony, are you excited for Hush? Will you watch it? I'll watch it. I won't go out of my way to watch it, but if it comes to you, if it comes to me, I will I'll, watch I'll, it. Yeah. I will sit down and watch it. It's a fucking good storyline. Moving on, I got some other bits of news that happened before San Diego. Before we get to that, la, uh, regarding the James Gunn situation from last episode, uh, I don't. We want. I don't want to speak on this anymore. No, I just want to say Dave Bautista, Sean Gunn. A lot of celebrities are coming out uh, with James Gunn to you know speak out against his firing. And I don't know, the more I think about it, the more Disney seems kind of hypocritical, if you ask me. Well, they're definitely hypocritical. So, Sean Gunn, though, he made the point that he's like, I saw my brother become a better person because of making these MCU movies. And Batista's the same thing. Yeah, he he's got like, a lot more rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's he got a lot more popular, like, yeah. right? No, he, he said he realized, he saw his brother realize that instead of being provocative, that uh, James, he is actually a good storyteller, and to just rely on your storytelling. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, this is what people don't understand: is that you have to be provocative for people to notice you in the, in the beginning. Mat, yeah, in, in the crowd yeah. to stand out. Yeah. You got to bring something that's different to the table. Be a little and shocking. You can't just be going along like in lockstep with everybody. You have to be a, a brand apart. When you become big and you have that platform. Then you're like, oh, people are actually listening to me. I have to watch what I say now yeah. because, you know, like I have influence before I didn't have any. So anything that I said was just like throwing it into the fucking. Yeah. Nobody is listening. Yeah. So I don't know why we're holding that same, that two different types of people with two different types of responsibilities. It's double standards the same all over the place. Yeah. I've seen double um, standards all over the place. His mistake was putting it in print. Yeah, and should have just went back and fucking. He, 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 he could make those jokes. Just he probably shouldn't have put. I think. Them I think you were right when you said last week. Anything like I think Disney knew it was there, and they were like, whatever. Nobody, you know, they're just gonna hope nobody finds it. And uh, well, he made movies that were all so like he and he. This terrible. came out in 2012. Also, he apologized for this in 2012. Disney was made aware of this in 2012. Yeah. Okay. They, they, they knew about. The, oh, well, they knew about this. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole history. You got to go back. But, uh, you know, I don't know the guy, so I don't know if he's an asshole or he's like, everyone's saying he's a great, caring, the best guy to work with The now. mistake was putting it in print. Yeah, 10 years ago. And, not, <laughs> and in 2012, maybe you would know, delete man. it when you I had to apologize. Think, I don't know. It doesn't I, sit well with me. I mean, look, it's like uh, we, we're in a, a world where people are using the mob mentality yeah. and outrage, you know, to fucking 
signal other people on what they should act like, and then that's it. Like an influence that it's a weaponized form, and we we created a weapon, and now it's being used absolutely on both sides. Alt right takedown, right, and the left is doing it too. But it was definitely a political takedown. All right, enough of this bullshit, you guys. Did I miss anything from San Diego that you want to comment on? No, you've covered more than enough. Okay, <laughs> couple of, <laughs> couple of final bits of news to wrap up. Uh, before San Diego, uh, word came out that the Black Widow movie has a director. Yeah. Kate Shortland. Did she direct anything big? Uh, I don't know. Let's look up Kate Best Shortland. Best known for the Nazi drama lore. Yeah, that's what it's I said. A TV, it's, like, it's, like it's a TV show? Yeah. Or a movie? Let's know. see. Lore is the director in 2012. Berlin Syndrome 2017 was the last movie she made. So, yeah, the last movie she directed was in 2012. Hmm. Interesting. She's been she's been writing more recently. Okay, so she does like, write. Do a you lot. feel like hmm. th- th- this is gonna sound really like assholey? Yeah. But <laughs> okay, like you hire somebody that doesn't do action movies. Yeah. That doesn't do big budget movies. Yeah. You hire them. Yeah. And then they're supposed to learn on the fly how to do this. Well, look. It says in this article, it says they met. They didn't just pick her willy nilly. They met with right. over 70 directors. Right. And you show me an instance where Marvel has picked the wrong director so far in the but last 10 years. This is what I'm saying is that is there a machine here? Oh, there's where, a machine. All right. Where they're like, OK, if you just do whatever we say, you get your name on this thing. Well, I've read not a machine, but I've read from other the new directors that they kind of put them through their special effects paces. Like they take them through a crash course. They kind of educate them. It's kind of like a a quick uh, school in special effects. So everything kind of flows through the Marvel method of making movies. I don't understand how do you do it if you don't love it? If you don't know, like, all of this stuff and are are not into action Mm -hmm. movies, Mm -hmm. how do you bring something to, like, when the Wachowski brothers made The Matrix, you know that all they watched was Hong Kong action films. Right. You know that they, they brought that stuff into it. They kind of were, they knew what shots to do. They, they choreographed the shit out of that movie. So um, it's just weird that someone with no experience in that genre is now going to do a movie. So it looks like she's she's done, th- she's into thrillers, dramatic thrillers. Scarlett Johansson pushed uh, for her. Lore is about a young woman who leads her siblings through Germany as the Allied forces roll in. And Berlin Syndrome is a, a thriller that stars Teresa Palmer from 2017. So look, if a drama is good and the, and and she can she can make it tense and uh, just show us like with this Black Widow movie, all you got to do is show us stuff that they've referred to in all these right. movies. I just think that Taika Waititi, all these guys that are directing these movies, yeah. have never done action before. I think that the way it works is that Marvel has this all—it's already set up. It's yeah. on rails. Yeah, yeah. All you have yeah. to do is attach your name to it yeah. and then direct some acting. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I liken it to Stan's Marvel method of making books in the in the beginning. It's like he just comes in; everything is kind of assemb- uh, assembly line. And he comes in at the end, fills in the bubbles, and it's like what's really like you, you can see that, like uh, in uh, in Black Panther, yeah, where I think Ant Man and the Wasp gets really formulaic, yeah, in terms like, of the it's Marvel very formula. formulaic. It's, it's yeah. almost blasé to watch the action in that. In Black Panther, it's like so, every standard. I, I mean, I agree, and know, I think in, after visionary is happening after actually. Avengers four, they're gonna have to really change things. They're gonna have to do something to shake up this formula because it really you think I, so. I mean, well, like it's making money. When the I Russo guess. brothers did <laughs> this, making uh, money. You know, did the um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. 
It was distinct. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it yeah. stood out. Yeah, as like at the action stood out. Like they're like, oh, this is a James Cameron motherfucker. Yeah, like this dude like knows how to fucking frame these shots and make these things cool. So we're. I think we're just gonna and it, Thor Ragnarok just seemed like they applied the James Gunn idea, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then to you know Thor. standard Marvel mm, action, mm. and that's why you know it was it. The, the thing about the Ragnarok is the script was funny, so it saved it, you know, it kept it entertaining and kept it snappy, you know. But I don't know. Anthony, is the Marvel formula not bothering you? No, uh, I do. I do think that's a good point in that it does feel like they're not doing a ton in terms of making visionary action, uh, making it, it stand out. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it. it, it I think the, the the formula is we've all pointed it out is they have these things on the rails and the, the act that they hire an interest, interesting director to kind of put their little spin on the acting or on the plot. But the the action for sure is it's on rails. Uh, yeah, it's on rails. So. It just gets done. It's, it's, <laughs> they just they just get it done. Yeah, <laughs> just say action. We'll take care of the rest. Yeah, they're, they're it's like they 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 will hire we'll handle the action. Yeah. You do the rest. Well, look, the formula seems to be working. They're making it's billions. It's like we're just going to put a fight scene here. Yeah. yeah. Tell just me when it's done. Work around it. Right. <laughs> Make it billions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, more, another casting, another casting new Spider-Man Far From Home adds this guy, Numan Akar, who, and they're saying. Oh, your brother. Yeah. Hey, well, brother Akar, nice to see you. He's Turkish. He's oh, Turkish. So, same, same. Same thing, he, right? He, he does look You're like. Turkish. I, I'm not Turkish. Oh, fuck. I'm not oh. real, remember? He's Turdish. I'm Turdish. Oh, right. There we go. So, funny, she doesn't look Turdish. He doesn't look Turdish. You're Turdish, and I have a Filipinus. And you have the Filipinus, oh. and, and, yeah. and uh, Rugboy has I have a, a felty penis. He's got a slack hole penis. Oh. Uh, this guy who's got a big beard and a mustache and the long hair, and he's Turkish, and they're saying he's in talks to play chameleon, but he looks like fucking Craven the Hunter. This guy is Craven. Why, 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 uh, don't make him the chameleon. That's dumb. Well, I think Craven's not in the movie. He may be in the movie. If they're building to the Sinister Six, either Chameleon or Craven would work with the uh and Hall playing Mysterio. <laughs> uh and uh James Watts will be directing again, so uh make him Craven. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting they got a they got a Turk. Good for them. <laughs> right. Uh Comcast is reportedly giving up on the Fox uh bid. They're done. They're out. Uh, they were like, no, nah, it's too rich for us. We fold. So they folded. They uh, Disney called and they folded, uh, uh, called their bluff, uh, leaving Disney free to, to, to buy this shit. So the, at this point, the people just have to vote on it, shareholders. Uh, I don't know how close Maybe it is to happen. It happen, people. We're going to get it. That could, and they, You know what? I, I don't know if they're doing. Is there D23 this year or after Avengers 4? They may have all these announcements next year, I guess. Like, oh, we bought this. This shit is happening. D23 is an annual thing, right? I thought it was every other year. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. One bit of comics news. They're bringing back. Marvel Comics is bringing back one of my favorite titles from back in the day. What if? Which was just a wacky title where you could literally have one issue to explore anything. Like, what if, you know, uh, the Watcher was uh, the, the Human Torch or anything silly? Uh, but they're bringing this back, and there's a couple of great titles. Uh, what if uh, the P- Spider Man was the Punisher? <laughs> there's a great cover of uh, it's like the first Mike Zek Punisher where he's back against the wall in an alley, two guns, except uh, he's got it's Spider Man's black mask and the Punisher. Uh, shirt. Yeah, the 
shield or the uh, skull. So that's interesting. And with great power comes great punishment. What? Uh, that could be interesting. Uh, there's a magic what if where uh, she's, she's a sorceress supreme. Oh, she's the sorceress supreme. Yeah. What if Ghost Rider has him playing a guitar on fire? Uh, I'm not really sure what that one's about. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I'm not sure what that one's about. And they got what if Thor was raised by the Frost Giants? That could be interesting. This what if X Men is like deals with like cyber security and internet like they they it's like it's X dot exe escape like an ex, ex executable file. Uh, that one's weird. But then my favorite one at the end is what if Flash Thompson got bitten by the spider and became Spider Man. I love these what ifs. Seems like they've done that one before. I felt like they did this one too. They may be repeating. I love these what ifs. I just, I've always loved the, the what if series from Magnet. I have a whole bunch of them in my. It's like, what if they're doing, the, they're doing the old fucking thing is uh, Gwenpool. It's all the same shit. Yeah, Gwenpool is like all, a what all, if. Uh, Dan Slot writes his what ifs. He does. He really does. <laughs> Dan Slot, that's a good point. Yeah. That is a very good point. <laughs> what if there was a, multiple universes and <laughs> everybody had a Spider-Man? That is what he bases his entire uh, What if Dr. Octopus on. swapped brains with Spider-Man? Yeah. What if everyone in New a, York... he makes a canon. Yeah, but he makes a real... <laughs> what if everyone in New York had Spider-Powers? These would all have been great one-off what-if stories, but now they're part of Spider-Man's history what, what forever. If, what if Peter Porker was actually part of the shared uh, universe? Yeah, what, what if... Oh, wait, it is now. He is now. Yeah, we can't do that, can we? Sure. <laughs> of course. Okay. It's, it's just Spider-Man. Yeah, no one cares about it. No one cares it. about Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, fine. let's fuck up a whole, like, uh, 60 years of continuity. No, <laughs> no problem. <laughs> He's, Thank you, Dan Slott. He's officially. <laughs> off. Not that he blocked me. You know, he blocked. He Dan did. Slott. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He must know. Mission accomplished. Fury. <laughs> he blocked you. Holy shit! So he he saw you. Yeah. You, well, when you tweet, Dan Slot sucks every day. For like <laughs> <six months. laughs> he, he might, might notice. <laughs> I have the last issue he wrote. It's Spider Man as eight hundred and one. I haven't read it yet. And then they're starting over. Uh, with Nick Spencer, you're gonna love it when you read it. I want to know if our listeners agree, like completely disagree with me, and 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 think that I'm an idiot. Like, and, and, or, in what or, terms? Or, or, on, on or everything, what, or what the uh, the ratio is of like people who agree that dance lock sucks. Right in people. A lot of people probably don't. Imran's know who, like Imran likes dance lock. I because he's Spider Man. <laughs> but I don't think a Imran lot of people. Loves everything. I don't know how many of our listeners read dance lock. Yeah, Spider-Man. I that's the thing. I don't think a lot of our listeners are even reading comics. Yeah. Matthew Lawrence, have you read that comic yet? Let us know. We know, uh, what's his name? Peter Kendall. Peter Kendall loves the dance lot. Yes. Yeah. Because he kind of... I don't know if he even listens to our show anymore. That's one guy, though. Yeah. Yeah. One guy versus many. The last thing I wanted to mention, uh, Anthony, I know you wanted to uh, shout this out, is the the new Sasha Baron Cohen show called Who is America? The first episode is out on Showtime. Right. I watched it. Pretty fucking hilarious. He's got four new characters. That his his this gig will be fine until people figure out that these are his four new characters. I'm sure he's recorded the whole thing and then now right 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 right. How does he get like? I don't know what the legal legality is, but how does he get away with impersonating someone else and filming you? He uh, well, there's a lot. Many times there are lawsuits, and he has problems doing this and getting people to sign the waivers. I, I feel like there's some sort like if, if you're signing a waiver. I mean, yeah. I, this is funny as fuck. Some yeah. some of these things, yeah. but. But if you're signing a waiver to talk to be filmed and you're talking to someone and you don't that person isn't who they say they are, how is that legal? No, I believe he's being sued right now for from some of the people that were on the show. Uh that he always that always gets uh he always gets sued. Right? He always I mean, gets sued. I mean, I don't see how that how do you can and then it gets on TV. Yeah. 
Yeah. How is it that I I know that these these he's exposing some shitty people, yeah, or some shitty aspects of people, but this is all done under uh, seems like illegal pretenses. It's completely fake, and uh, yeah, Ruggs, have you seen this episode yet? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like on one hand, the people can't be that dumb to like go, "Hey, I'm going to do this, and this is not going to affect me in any way." Yeah, I'm on TV, and this is like. I don't know. So I mean, They're doing like a kids show with fucking yes, guns. The, that, a, that is fucking oh my God, insane. Here's the four the four characters. The like four, how dumb are these people? The, like I would never do that. The first I one's mean, a right wing writer who he's talking to Bernie Sanders, and uh, I guess Bernie did it. He he got fooled. Uh, but that one's great. He's like, well, you just take the nine to nine percent and put them into the one percent. You just move the nine over here. Uh, that guy's great. And then yeah, the- he looked like he's like, what a fucking asshole. Like, he wanted to like slap that guy. Then there's a really liberal dude who's wearing an NPR shirt. Who see that that segment? I felt like those two people were actors. They didn't seem real at all. Uh, that was a little bit suspicious. But he's like super over the top liberal left. To the point where he's like, I forced my son to sit down while he pees, and I also forced my daughter to stand up while she pees. We are challenging gender <laughs> norms. It's so fucking funny. Uh, the third guy is an ex-con who he's he looks he's he's bald, he's got a beard, looks nothing like Sasha Paracone, he's got a cross tattoo, and this guy wants to be an artist, so he goes to an art gallery with this woman, and all of his sketches are made out of uh, feces and semen because that's that's the, and he has a brush that he made out of collected pubic hair from other people in the prison because that's all he has and he gets the girl to give him pubic hair right there on the show to add to his brush it's so fucking good and then the last guy is the Israeli terrorist dude and they make Aaron Murad oh this is fantastic where he's, he, the, he's promoting the his kinder politicians with the kindergarten kindergarten yes. program and they do a whole commercial these people are reading insane copy sincerely like the, the, there's a gun with a a, a puppet uh, a you, you gotta be more specific he's, these are representatives these are congress, congress. people yes <laughs> these, are represent- these are your representatives listener people you voted in and they're like yes they want to give four year olds a gun arm- and give them training yes in the, in the thing he's got he's got a, a, a dog stuffed dog head on top of like a handgun and the set, the congressman is like here kids you put the food in down here and then you just point the puppy at the bad man I was like holy fuck Fuck, he fucking I love this. that he has the one guy that's into guns in the commercial saying, reading out loud that there's the Blink 182 <laughs> gene yes. or whatever, and the Cardi B vein. I'm like, the oh my Cardi God. The Cardi B vein is so good. Oh my God. He's reading it sincerely. <laughs> it's a great Israeli accent. He's like, yeah, can you believe they don't want to give four year olds weapons? What is the logic in this? And the other guy's like, yeah, right. Are you know, right? Wow. Wow. He's going to get a lot of lawsuits. Uh, after this one, so speaking of Cardi B, yeah, have you pissed I off? I was at fans? this very awkward party, yes, where like it was, um, where you were nodding your head to Cardi B, you were liking it, <laughs> huh? You son of a bitch. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was at this party, it was very awkward because there was like adults and there was like teenagers, okay, at this party, okay. Um, you know, people in their college age, I guess you'd say like 19, 20, whatever, and um. There was like Cardi B blasting, and there were some like people like I'm gonna say in their fifties and sixties rocking out to Cardi B. No, they were just they're like, like what the fuck is this? They were like stone silent, like they didn't know what to. Ma- I'm just sitting there looking around and going like, 
Yep, Cardi B, That's guys. Cardi B. This is what it is. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> Step to the new shit. This is trap music, baby. Enjoy. Oh, uh, she's still around. She'll be oh gone. Oh my soon. god. Then every song, pretty much, was just like there was not thirty seconds that went without like some kind of like foul language or like an end bomb or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, why would you play this? Like it was the in teenagers a, did mixed- not give a fuck. They were like, did I give a fuck at all? Like, yes, adults, this, this is what we listen to now. Yeah. Deal gotta, with it. Gotta know your audience. I would never have done that if I was like 19 and like, I was like, you know, someone had thrown a party for me. Like, are there parents there? The teenager's parents were yeah, there? Yeah. Okay, like, that's uh, awkward. That's this is awkward. like a kid, like a kid's birthday. Okay, that's awkward. <laughs> that's where we've gotten to. Jesus Christ. You know, like a teenager's birthday. <laughs> his friends are there. Holy shit. Um, you know, families there. People from the neighborhood are there. A block party kind of thing. And, and just like old people in there, but I mean, it's similar to back in the day. You would throw on like some NWA, and you and and everyone would turn their heads and get really uncomfortable. But I don't you, know, but when you were man. a kid, I loved it. We I was were like, not that brazen. Like, yeah, we were listening to like maybe Beastie Boys. Yeah, you listen you to know? that. You listen to that shit in a closed room with headphones on. Yeah, <laughs> man, yeah. that was your Walkman music. Don't tell Cardi, Cardi B is is free mainstream. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, nuts. Yeah, yeah. It's played out. I mean, that's played everywhere. It's everywhere, yeah. yeah. See, kids, you don't need talent to be big these days. Just get YouTube famous. Say some shit. You'll be fine. Is she, did she get famous no, on I, YouTube? I, I don't know. I what know the she hell has, are you talking about? I'm just saying she has she no talent. She got famous from uh, Love and Hip Hop. Oh. She also was a, and this was a stripper at one point. Oh, that's yeah. how you get famous. I don't know if that made her famous. <laughs> I just, threw, I just, That's a random fact that I threw, I'm throwing out there. Okie dokie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she learned how to twerk, I guess. I don't know. I mean, there was like not just Cardi B, but it was just like relentless, like just relentless, relentless swearing. Uh, swearing. I mean, it's listen, listen to Mike Rips. It's full of that shit. Yeah. Like, I would not play that with my, let's say, my mom and my uh, grandmother were there at my party. It was going to be blasting Mike Rips. Talking about blasting lines of coke. He's smoking blunts <laughs> at the strip club like Howard the Duck. Yeah. It's a great line. Uh, well, any, anything else, guys, to wrap it up? I must be getting old. We've reached <laughs> the end of the program. Final thoughts. These these Comic-Con episodes are always fun, but yeah. by the end, I'm so worn out. Yeah, you're exhausted. From all of, well, from your unbridled enthusiasm, number one. Uh, but just the amount of information that's coming out, I'm right, like, I'm, right. I'm like, by, at first I'm into it, and then by the end I'm like, God damn it, there's too much of the shit out now. And then I'm like, I can't keep up with it anymore. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. Do you think, like we said, Marvel was missing, there's a big hole, it's not the same. Do you think DC stepped up enough to uh, make an impact this year? I've been fooled by DC too many times. They, they, the film's got to be good. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, Warner I, Brothers as a whole, though, owned fucking Comic-Con this year with Godzilla, the DC stuff. Oh, that's Warner Brothers uh, too, isn't and, it? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, Legend, the, they own Legendary. The Harry Potter thing. Oh, the, there was a Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts yeah. new trailer. I don't give a shit about they that. They owned but, Comic-Con this year. So Warner Brothers had a good year. I honestly, with the stuff that I saw from DC, Warner Brothers, I have like a little bit more hope like that yeah, they're, I'm, they're I'm not, pivoting I'm not, in the right area. I ain't mad. I don't think it's Walter bad. Hamada maybe finally you know doing the uh, the right thing and uh, it's a good start. But again, had we just given us these solo fucking movies to begin with, it sucks. Yeah. So you that wouldn't these, be in this position. You, let's say these are good. You still have these being associated with like yes, Batman versus yes, Superman and that's Justice League. The problem you it, can't it erase was, that. The one thing that's kind of takes away the fun for me out of uh, San Diego is uh, cosplay. 
<laughs> no. Is that we're so dialed in that there's no more surprises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we know what's coming down the pipe. We know we're like we're, what's going to... We had, like, inside line. We had Lenny giving us exactly Lenny, what's going to happen. Yeah, but so, like, literally as it happens. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it wasn't like... There wasn't the element of surprise. No, where, like, I agree. Oh, shit. I yeah. had no idea they had that one, like, in the tank. Yeah. You know, like, no idea. Like, we mean... We've known about Aquaman. We've known about, but they, uh, Hall H Shazam. did get to see stuff that will that won't come out. And like last year, they did a great job of uh, getting stuff just for Hall like H. That, that never Wonder came Woman out. thing would have been a would have been a surprise. Right, I had no expectations of that being even at Comic Con. Right, so, right. Uh, I think it was a surprise if you were in Hall H. Like they didn't know, and they're like, "Hey, we got some Wonder Woman." Yeah, but so it's still a special experience for the people. You know, what would have been a surprise. Yeah. If Cardi B came out. Oh, shit. (laughs) I was really hoping they would have a Batman announcement of some kind. That would have been a great surprise. And Titans had casted uh, Starfire as Cardi B. Cardi B as Starfire. It's basically Cardi B. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. Oh, shit. Uh, Oh, shit. (laughs) It is. But all in all, an exciting uh, San Diego. And then then Rugboy can get into a argument on Twitter about Cardi B. Rugs. He can continue. He can continue the Cardi B conversation. Speaking of which, Rugs, where can the people find you online? Did you delete your Twitter yet? I deleted a lot of tweets. You did? <laughs> oh, wow! Wow! I don't, exactly. about, I don't know about thousands, but definitely. Hundreds. Did you delete the Cardi B tweet? Oh, yeah. Well, you did. <laughs> I left those. That, per- that hey, person is going to fucking find you. If you weren't uh, on my Twitter, you missed all of the greatness. So <laughs> now I'm going to be very, very even tempered. I'm not going to be any, safe do any and boring Twitter stuff. at really, safe and boring. That's what you want, people. At really rug boy on Twitter for safe yeah, and boring really rug, rug boy. boy. You're going to find boring ass tweets. Don't do it, listener. Tweet him, tell him to not be boring. Yeah. Mix it up. Uh, subscribe to the show, listener. I was good at that. You no, and you should go back. Give it some time. It'll maybe it'll come back. I don't know. It's ruined forever. <laughs> <laughs> it, it ruined it for me. Oh, oh it ruined no. it. Here's the problem. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. That's the problem. That's what happens. Anywho, subscribe to the show. That way you don't miss the show. Tell a friend. Spread the geekery. Subscribe. Grab their phone and just subscribe them. And then give them one of these. Jock and Nerd. And uh, that that will be your mission for this week, listener. Thanks for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. Well, peep you next time. <laughs> Wow, hey, so fucked up. I'm doing something. I'm pumped. Yeah, me too. Oh. <laughs> Talking nerd. That came out of nowhere.